This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. In beautiful, sunny El Paso, Texas, it's time for the Buzz Adams Morning Show. You rock me like a hurricane. Uh, I know I do. 95.5 KLAQ. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to the show, everybody, for this Thursday morning. Hey, we did it. It's September 1st. We made it through August. September is here. We did it, Joanna. Hey! Woo! <laughs> and Joanna, I don't know if pe- if it's because people read your article saying that September is the month you should put your Halloween decorations up, but uh-huh. I saw some Halloween decorations. You did? Yeah, in my neighborhood. Sweet. So we had a witch up. Oh, it's starting. But they also had Christmas lights up. Uh. And <laughs> <laughs> I think they might have had one of those little garden banners for St. Patrick's Day. So maybe they just leave stuff up year-round. But yeah, they did probably. have a wedge outside anyway. Oh. We've got a lot coming up on the show today for your Thursday morning, a true crime report. We will uh, have a Florida man game as part of the true crime report today. We're going to tell you all the exciting things that are coming up in the month of September. And do I have this right? We have a September trivia quiz, by the way. Okay. I'm so excited. Looking forward to that. Do we get a prize? Did we agree to the wager? Yeah. What's a wager? A million dollars? I think loser has to go buy pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. From, uh, I guess, Starbucks or. Does anybody think Duncan has a better pumpkin spice latte? I kind of do. Really? Yes. Are you alone in that opinion, or are there? I don't know, actually, but I can no, tell you. No, you're definitely not alone. I've seen that. I, I actually haven't good. tried it, so I can't give my I can't really give my opinion on it. But I've seen Duncan is definitely in the lead for it's some people. Right? It is. It's well, so you, good. <clears throat> you've had one from Starbucks, I, guess? I have. Okay. Yeah. So we've got that uh, September trivia coming up a bit later. Let's take a look at uh, what else is happening. Q Connected coming up this Sunday is going to feature another new song from Dorothy. And Dorothy is coming October, I believe it's the 4th. Yeah, the 4th at the Rock House. Listen to this new album. Dorothy, I was a big fan of, but they're taking it to a whole new level on this new album. So, uh... Check out the new song from Dorothy. It's called Black Sheep. It's going to be on Q Connected. This Sunday, Q Connected is our weekly show that features new music, but also local bands. And Daniel Paulus puts the Q Connected spotlight on Borderland Bands, Fusebox, Circa Arcana, and Cordova this week. That is Q Connected, brought to you by the Rock House 9828 Montana. 
Saturday, September the 10th, a week from Saturday, don't miss the ultimate Iron Maiden pre-show party at the Rock House before Iron Maiden plays the Don Haskins Center. The all-girl tribute band, the Iron Maidens, are going to be performing at the Rock House at 9828 Montana. Q Connected, Sundays 5 to 7 on 95.5 KLAQ. All right, let's find out what else uh, we're working on. Joanna, Entertainment News, can you give us a little preview of what we have coming up on Entertainment News today? Yep. Well, you don't get to look like The Rock if you just continue to eat out everywhere, right? Uh, a new report. I'm afraid that may be true. Right. Like, like you can't just eat whatever you want to and ever look like The Rock. Yeah. yeah. No, because The Rock is so strict about what he eats that even when he goes to restaurants with friends, he brings his own food. <laughs> And asks them to heat it up for him. Yeah, that sounds like taking my daughter to eat when she was little. We'd go into a nice, like, salt grass or uh-huh. some nice sit-down, and she'd have her little bag of McDonald's McNugget Happy oh. Meal with her. <laughs> uh, I always thought that was so cute when I would see that. Like, the parents would take them, like, here, you get a McDonald's To get the meal. thing they want, yeah. and then we're going to go have... Because with me, it was, you're going to eat what's there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, same way with me. <laughs> We didn't get a vote, and right? we didn't get to say, I'm I'm not going to eat that. Mm-hmm. That, that, something completely different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Megan McCormick is going to have news headlines, so give us, uh, give us a little preview of what's coming up in the news today. Sure, well, let's start with a weather alert. Flood advisory uh-huh. is in effect currently until 7.15 a.m. in Midland, Odessa. So be careful out there. The roads are slick. It was raining again this morning on my way in, and it just takes a little bit of rain buzz to get those uh, get those roads, you know, dangerous enough to uh, hydroplane out there. So be careful. We may not have a flood warning in El Paso like they do in Midland, but we do have a chance of rain. So between a 30 and 40 percent chance of rain for El Paso today. Thank you, Buzz. Uh, Sarah Palin lost a special election for Alaska House seat. Also, Serena Williams won last night. Tiger Woods was there cheering her on. Some good audio from that. And uh, Trump legal team responds to the DOJ filing ahead of decision. We will give you your latest update on the saga that is Mar-a-Lago FBI. Uh, All right. right. That'll be coming up in uh, news headlines a little bit later. Uh, Serena and her sister Venus play their first doubles match, and it's going to be at the center court, which is, they said, had never happened for a preliminary run doubles match, but, you know, people can't get enough of Serena. So what's the deal with Venus? Isn't Venus older than Serena, or do I have them flip-flopped? I can never remember which one's older. I thought Venus was older. Right. And Serena was younger. Serena's 41. I heard him say that on the news. Which one's retiring? Serena. Serena. Oh, yeah. Venus is older. She's 42. Okay. So yeah. she's like a year older. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to be playing their doubles match today. Also, on television, if you wanted to stay up till midnight, you can start streaming <laughs> the Lord of the Rings prequel uh, tonight at midnight on Amazon. So it's the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power will uh, premiere on Amazon, but not until midnight. Although sometimes they let it go a couple hours early. Sometimes it means mid midnight East Coast time, so you can watch it at 10 o'clock uh, El Paso time. Uh, life, life hack. Yeah, 
Right. <laughs> like if, if something starts at midnight, they're usually talking about East Coast time, mm-hmm. so we get we get it at 10 o'clock El Paso time. Sometimes Amazon does this thing where they're like, surprise, and it's up there by 8 o'clock. Yeah, right. Sometimes they pull, they pull a fast uh-huh. one on you. What a treat. Uh, Nico, <laughs> what do you got for the show today, buddy? Um, so I, I don't know if this is going to interest you or not, but the U.S. has ordered a, a, an American... A chip factory, and by chip I mean like computer chip, not uh, potato lays. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're ordering this computer chip company, Nvidia, to stop selling uh, chips to China, um, and spe- specifically two types of chips that work uh, with artificial intelligence. But why? Why have they ordered this company to do so? Well, I think there's a big push to. Uh, I thought most of the the problem was most of the chips are made in China, and America doesn't make enough of its own chips, right? Yeah, I think this is about the technological uh, crackdown on on them stealing stuff and maybe you know, pi- you know, pirating technology. It sounds like someone has a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for that, that dolphin laugh. Yeah. Any, anything else today? That, that wasn't enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you remember that woman who said uh, that she could drive in the uh, HOV or carpool oh, lanes right. she's because pregnant. she's pregnant? Yeah, I think it was around Dallas, wasn't it? Right. Well, she's been ticketed again for driving in the same thing. Carpool. I got a baby right here in my belly. <laughs> and you know what they That's should say? It's like, person. okay, we're not going to give you a ticket for the HOV lane, but we're going to have we're going to give you a ticket for not having your child in a in a it car up. safety seat. <laughs> Dude, you just but that that totally seems like something. That lawsuit's coming. Yeah, it's on its way. <laughs> that sounds like something they'd pull off. And, uh, Nico, you want to talk about live comedy and uh, open mics that you're doing this weekend? Absolutely. I'm hosting open mic comedy shows this weekend and every weekend from now on. Uh, uh, Friday is the inaugural show for us at Scenics Bar and Grill, 4130 North Mesa. Uh, Show starts at 9, sign-ups are at 830. If you have anybody in your family, friends, thinks that they're funny or you think that they're funny, tell them to come out to an open mic and try it out. Also, you can just kind of watch. I'm one of those weird people that thinks open mics like comedy is interesting and entertaining you're a voyeur yeah i'm a watcher yeah i like watching people you like to watch you like car wrecks i like car wrecks dumpster fires when when you're going by something (laughs) and you see all the emergency vehicles and maybe flames you're like i'm gonna slow down to a sales pace here Mm -hmm. do you ever get one like a comic or a performer and you're just like damn they're gonna make it yeah uh, yeah absolutely like you've identified people going up just their first basically civilians going up and they do really really good yeah uh anthony austin brown was like that when i first saw him i mean you could just tell he was ridiculously talented but then there's some people that are really bad at it and it's kind of inspiring for you because you could be like oh i'm not as bad as that guy yeah i'm not i can do that (laughs) uh so that is scenic's bar and grill which is right or uh here on mesa right that's right and uh, Saturday, I'll be at a place called Brutopia Tap House. It's on the east side. Uh, same thing. It starts at 9. Uh, sign up's at 8.30. Uh, I'll be the host. Come on by. Well, as we all know, today's Thursday. That means at noon today, we'll start observing the pre-kend. We invite you to observe the pre-kend with us. Yes. It's where you basically just start treating... The rest of the day, Thursday and Friday, as if the weekend's already started. It is Thursday. We're just about into the weekend. Can't wait for the weekend. Hey! Thursday, it is here. That means the weekend must be very near. Yeah! All that we have to 
do is just stay awake at work till Friday's through. Yay! If we use all our power, pretty soon we'll find ourselves at happy hour. Yes! Getting drunk! Yeah! I'm Daniel Paulus, and whether you're wrapping up your workday on the wrap. Just a moment, we're going to get into Today in Sound Clips. We've got a true crime report on the way. Joanna has entertainment news. It's the beginning of a brand new month. Uh, so we settled on the... Uh, Joanna's got September trivia, and whoever loses goes to buy pumpkin spice lattes for Woo! everybody else. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. Wait, but since Joanna's giving the quiz, not taking the quiz, that means she she can't lose. She can't lose. Well, of course she oh. can. She couldn't leave the studio anyway. Yeah, who's gonna run this board? <laughs> I might be able to remember kind of how to run it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to use this new system, by the way? I mean, it's not new. It's been here for like four years already. He's gonna be like, what system? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We got foot minor football coming up on uh, Saturday, and KLAQ is airing the first five minor games of the season because uh, our partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso, is running Chihuahuas baseball. And so for the first five games of the season, including this Saturday's game against number nine ranked Oklahoma, mm. KLAQ will air the game. UTEP announcer John Teicher brings you the pregame show starting at 12.30 on Saturday. The kickoff at 1.30 local time. UTEP Miners football on the queue is brought to you by Specs Wines, Spirits, and Foods. And you can follow the Miners all season long, including on the weekly coaches show on our partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, we've got uh, Today in Sound Clips, so let's go ahead and uh, jump into some and of these. And now, Today in Sound Clips. In uh, Mississippi, expect more disruptions. That's the word from Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves on Wednesday, holding a press conference to discuss the details of the water crisis in the city of Jackson. So it's one of these deal. They had massive flooding. Mm-hmm. They already had a water problem with their city water so this only exacerbated it plus it made it so you're getting flooded out of your home but ironically you can't find enough water to cook with or bathe with uh people are having to boil water people are even having to boil water just to wash their dishes that's how contaminated the water is in jackson mississippi residents there have been without running water after a massive rainstorm knocked the city's main water supply offline The Mississippi governor says they're working on a fix and have been trying to flush bad water from the system. Over the past 72 hours, often due to the heavy rain and floodwaters that were introduced into the system, there have been more significant interruptions to the operations of OB Curtis, the treatment plant by the reservoir. A little more from Governor Tate Reeves. Uh, This was a press conference yesterday. says the crews are doing round-the-clock emergency repairs at that damaged water treatment plant to get clean water running as soon as possible. But with many people still getting no water pressure at all, standards for what comes out of the tap are going to have to be flexible. The state's experts are in command at OB Curtis 
assessing the system's needs, and fixing the problems they identify. I'm here to make sure they get what they need and that we go as quickly as we can. Former President Trump's legal team has responded to the Department of Justice's filing on Tuesday night. Trump's lawyers are reemphasizing its push to have a third-party review, that's the special master, uh, to review documents seized to the FBI's raid of his Florida home. In their response, Trump's lawyers argued they want an independent special master to decide questions of executive privilege, something Trump hasn't brought up since the raid. A federal judge who, as it happens, was appointed by President Trump is set to hear both sides of the case this afternoon, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Here is legal analyst Danny Savalos, who says that Trump's team would have had a stronger case to argue had their argument come up earlier in the process. Now, the argument is essentially going to be that a special master is still necessary, even though the documents have been reviewed, to maybe go over what the filter team reviewed and see if they got it right. And the president is going to speak tonight about the battle for the soul of America. Here's White House spokeswoman Corinne Jean-Pierre says that President Biden is worried about the MAGA brand of republicanism. This is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. They just don't respect the rule of law. Uh, this will be in Philadelphia speaking at Independence Hall for a primetime speech. The address will air across various networks and that is set to begin at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. El Paso Time. Corinne Jean-Pierre says the president will tell it like it is to the American people. The president's not going to shy away to call out what he clearly sees is happening in this country. A woman ended up calling police after getting stuck upside down at a gym. And she couldn't mm. get herself right side up. Oh my God, Lisa? <laughs> Has that happened to Lisa before? Yeah, remember she does the she does, does that aerobic things. things. Where she, where she like, on the ring? Like where you're hanging from curtains and crap? Yes. Okay. An Ohio woman had to call. Well, here, let me show you what this is. So this, I don't know what this machine is called, but she's upside down in it. Can you see, Joanna? Um, kind of. Make it bigger. Uh, I don't know if I can. Oh, okay. It's a TikTok video. Oh. You can't make a TikTok video bigger? So she's at one of those 24-hour fitness places where they just give you a key to And she got stuck. And uh, she got stuck in one of those zero-G... I I, I don't know what they're called. I see them at the gym. Most people don't use them. Is it like Pilates Pilates or something? No, I don't know. Um, An Ohio woman had to call the police, though, after getting stuck upside down on a piece of equipment in the middle of the night. Christine Falls called the police, and uh, laughed about it a little bit after the fact. I'm stuck in this reverse back decompression thing, and I think the thing went too far, and I'm just stuck upside down, and I cannot get myself right side up. It was just so much pressure in my head. The cop came in and said, we got a call that someone's stuck hanging upside down. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself and move on. Yeah, she's right. So nobody else in the gym, and try as she might, she can't get herself back 
upright, but she, boy, that was probably a good effort, a good workout, just trying to get right side up again. And Serena Williams won again last night, a 50-1 to long shot entering the U.S. Open. So this wasn't like, oh, well, Serena's just going to dominate. She was a 50-1 yeah, to one underdog. <laughs> yeah. But she won yeah. again in the second round last night. In the audience, Dion Warwick, Anthony Anderson, Tiger Woods were familiar faces sitting near Venus Williams. Spike Lee, Billie Jean King, and other celebrities were in attendance along with the packed crowd at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Here is Serena's winning shot at the end of three sets. Serena Williams just supreme. Rolling back the years. The uh, prequel to Lord of the Rings is going to be available starting at midnight tonight on Amazon. I don't know if that's midnight Eastern time or midnight local time. But here is a uh, trailer clip for Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the Dark Lord on his dark throne in the land of Mordor. 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 One does not simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> you gonna watch this? Absolutely. I might have enough swords and dragons in my life because if I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. See, that's what I'm wondering is, is me watching Game of Thrones going to ruin the experience of, of watching this? Should I give like a little time in between instead of comparing them? I well, love both. I think I'm definitely going to compare the CGI on their dragons. I assume they'll probably show a dragon. Oh, That's I've been watching the Game of Thrones, the original Game of Thrones, and that CGI was way worse than the new one. The dragons look better on, yeah. on the new one. Mm -hmm. oh, that makes sense, right? Yeah. You but know, were, but were you complaining about the CGI or was it? I was complaining about the wigs. I think the wigs okay. on. The wigs? Yeah, okay. they look ridiculous. Joanna. Especially. Okay, so the king in this, in this new uh -huh. uh, House of Dragons is thinking about marrying a 12 year old girl. And they bring and the twelve year old girl was a good good actress, but she had the worst wig yet. But they're all bad wigs. You don't agree? I, no, because the, the type of hair they're supposed to have—they're from a family that has like silver blonde hair. All right, now her father is the guy with the crazy dreadlocks. Cool dreadlocks, so you mean? Really cool, but they're white. His dreadlocks are white. Stop, white guy with dreadlocks. Nope, no, not white guy. Black dude with oh. dreadlocks. And his daughter has oh, this silver white hair, and Buzz like which that. is clearly a. I, it's what? not that it's a wig. I everybody knows it's a wig. It's that it's not a very convincing wig. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And also, oh, those dreads do look cool. Yeah, I told you. So, uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings tonight, but I don't know if I could do Lord of the Rings simultaneous with House of the Dragon. Well, say maybe. Mm. The Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon is here. With all the things you loved from the original. Knights, royalty, friendship, and fire-breathing dragons. 
all of the comfort watching you can handle with things like chairs made out of swords, brothers and sisters marrying each other, and torture. All your favorite things from Game of Thrones back again in House of the Dragon. Dead-eyed murderous blonde girls. Yep. Way too much full frontal nudity. <laughs> and man-made horrors beyond your comprehension. Every week on HBO. And hopefully, unlike Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon will have a better ending. <laughs> <laughs> These guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me laugh. Hollywood report headed our way. I got a few items uh, to talk about. In El Paso city officials and uh, the deputy city manager and people from the Office of Emergency Management are explaining uh, El Paso's policy of busing migrants out of town. Hmm. And I'll have an article about this coming up uh, later this week. Deputy City Manager Mario D'Agostino said the charter buses sent to New York City from El Paso last week or over the weekend were no different than what the city already does for migrants who are released to area shelters, provides them with COVID-19 tests, vaccines them, uh, meals and toiletries when they pass through the El Paso area. So what it looks like is uh, local shelters and services for homeless people were being completely overwhelmed so the El Paso decided to reach out to the state you know Abbott's been doing this thing where he's been sending migrants buses to Washington DC and New York mm-hmm. City uh there's a key difference though uh the El Paso El Paso said that they they're doing it on the condition that they be allowed to coordinate with NGOs and government uh, cha- government-run organizations and non-government-run organizations in the other cities. So one of the big complaints about the way Abbott has been doing it, for instance, the New York City Mayor Eric Adams says they don't tell you when the bus is coming. They don't tell you how many people. They don't coordinate with local. There are a lot of different NGOs, and these could be religiously affiliated uh, or non-religiously affiliated, and the folks at El Paso are saying, well, we're only doing it on the condition that we fully coordinate with our counterparts in mm-hmm. these cities. They said that on Monday of this week, they wanted to charter a bus to Chicago, and they asked for a show of hands, and only one person raised their hand, so they didn't do the bus to Chicago. <laughs> but it does sound like it's voluntary. I mean, it sounded more and more like these buses of immigrants you heard about going from Texas to Washington, D.C. or New York City, the people volunteered to be on them. So that was something, you know, a lot of people had wanted. Wait a minute, are you just shipping these people to places they don't want to go to without their consent? It sounds like they're agreeing to it. That's good. There's another story. Uh, you know, sometimes people might hear us talk about the live golf tournament or just <laughs> general criticisms of Saudi Nico Arabia. Joanna's favorite topic. <laughs> and uh, maybe people aren't clear on what's distasteful about taking money from the Saudi government. Well, here's another example. 
uh, a Saudi court has sentenced a woman to 45 years in prison for expressing her opinions on her blog. Uh, The country, Saudi Arabia, I guess the kingdom says, she damaged the country through her social media activity. Little is known about Noura bin Saeed al-Khatani, who comes from one of the largest tribes in Saudi Arabia. She was accused of disrupting the cohesion of society and destabilizing the social fabric. Really? Yeah, and it's got a little bit more here. Um, According to the Arabic daily Al Nasser News, the woman constantly presents her opinion on all Saudi affairs and things going on in the country. It is followed by more than 6,000 Saudi people. She has people. opinions. How oh. dare this woman have opinions? In, recent, in the recent uh, days, she was subjected to a lot of criticism after she tweeted on the platform that led to her arrest by Saudi authorities. So... You know, you might think, oh, I'm going to go out and watch some of these uh, defectors from the regular PGA Tour play golf and drink a beer. And uh, just remember, this is a, this is the being run by the country that still will lock up women for having the audacity to have an opinion. Right. And people are taking a closer look at Leonardo DiCaprio's most recent breakup <laughs> and pointing out that that 25-year-old Cut off still seems to be in effect. Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with his girlfriend of four years. And the very telling thing that happened was she celebrated her 25th birthday. And I guess for like 20 years, people have been saying this meme has been going around. It's like, look at everybody Leo's dated. They're all supermodels. Uh And he breaks up with them. Either right before or right after they turn 25. Mm-hmm. You went down that list, right? Oh, like yeah. Like Bar Raffaele, it doesn't matter how. Yeah, you're Bar Raffaele, too bad. You took 26, you're too old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leonardo, and, and then it showed Giselle a picture. Giselle Bunchen. Giselle Bunchen. He dated Giselle. Until mm-hmm. she was 25. 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it showed a picture of him in the most recent one, which means, by the way, if they'd been dating for four years, that means he started dating her when she was like 21 and he 21. was 44. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It shows him walking along the beach and of course she doesn't... She looks beautiful. She looks great. And then he's got that Leonardo DiCaprio gut now. But Not out of shape. No. Not in shape. Kind of His build is kind of like the Grinch. You know, it's got that, like that <laughs> hot belly going on and... Uh, but so he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Like it's, it doesn't matter. There's all these memes going around because they're like, Titanic turns 25 this year. He'll probably start distancing himself from it. <laughs> he's going to dump Titanic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it turns 25. <laughs> Hi, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Are you looking for love? Then log on to LeoHarmony.com. Yes, Leo Harmony matches you up with me based on one dimension of compatibility. Whether or not you're under the age of 25. Just listen to this Leo Harmony success story. I logged on to Leo Harmony and they matched me with Leonardo DiCaprio. Titanic is my favorite movie and I can't believe I get to date the star. We're going to be together for a long time. I could just feel it. How old are you again? 25. When's your birthday? In October. Ah, yes. I too am looking forward to another wonderful month with you. Wait, what? Next. How could you do this to us? LeoHarmony.com. Date me if you're no older than 25 years old today. 
Let's get a look at entertainment news and change things up here for a moment. Here is Joanna Barba with a look at Hollywood news. Good morning, Joanna. Hey, good morning. Many people are used to seeing Jimmy Fallon in a particular way, and that's usually behind the Tonight Show desk wearing a suit and overall well put together, right? Well, on Sunday, though, Fallon was at the MTV Video Music Awards looking decidedly different than he usually does, and a lot of people felt some sort of way about it. Fallon was on hand at the VMAs to present Harry Styles, the Album of the Year Award for Harry's House, looking not as buttoned up as always. He sported a loose white shirt and a scruffy beard. He looks like a Miami bum that might be dealing drugs on the side. He I looks like I'm here to present Harry Styles awards, but he's not here, so let me dress like Harry Styles. Well, that look aroused some feelings, and a lot of people took notice of Fallon on Instagram. Uh... Fallon shared a photo of himself from the show with a screenshot of a Cosmopolitan article that said, Jimmy Fallon's presence at the VMAs is causing thirst and confusion on Twitter. Maybe it's the beard. To which he captioned the post saying, out here causing thirst and confusion. That was fun. Hashtag maybe it's the beard. I don't think the shirt's very flattering, if you want to know the truks truth. It looks like he works at, at he looks burger like, joint. It looks like your server at a In-N-Out. Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Yeah. Or In-N-Out. <laughs> Does that not look like the In-N-Out hat? The oh, my God, the it does. Pull, yeah, for sure. I mean... He, he looks like he's trying to dress like Harry Styles. Guys, don't make fun of somebody that's he just does. emerging from his house in COVID, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, Twitter had a lot of feelings about it with viewers who were surprised at the effect of Fallon looking, of the Fallon's look was having on them. He also has his nails painted. I was just about to ask, is that black Uh, nail polish? Yeah, Harry Styles is a big fan of having his nails manicured. He's doing it Harry style. Exactly. (laughs) Buzz gets it. Harry Styles style? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he looks hot? Yeah. Yeah, he looks pretty hot, right? Well, it's the beard. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the beard, it's the beard, right? Yep, yeah, little scruff. You hardly see him with the scruff. I think women have, it's been like studied that women will find men with any type of facial hair slightly more attractive. Like Is that what they it, say yeah, about women? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, th- that's, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. No, I, I, I would have to agree. I, look, I like a little scruff. For sure, right? I love a scruff. He, he looks like the property b- brother's schlubby older brother. <laughs> What are the property brothers on on HGTV? <laughs> One of them's married to the new girl or whatever. You know, oh, Zoe Deschanel's right. husband. Right, the twin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. He's cuter. I think he's cute. He looks cute. No, Jimmy Fallon's way hotter. <laughs> oh, it's thirsty up in here, too. We're thirst and confusion over right. here. Oh, a spade, a spade. Because I was like, Jimmy Fallon? Do I like Jimmy Fallon now? <laughs> Am I, I going to start watching The Tonight Show? Right. <laughs> A&E has filed a lawsuit seeking to block rival network Reels from airing On Patrol Live, which it claims is a blatant ripoff of its own show, Live PD. To note, both shows feature live footage from police ride-alongs. Both are hosted by Dan Abrams, and both are produced by the same company. Wait, wait, Dan Abrams is hosting the thing except on another channel? He is. Okay, well, now it sounds a little bit more like... Did he take sticks with him? (laughs) I think it's just him. Is he going to have officers in Occasionally no, remember, uh, the bun of has, justice has retired from, from officer old. duty. She's oh, out a, living her best life on OnlyFans. She's an influencer. Is yeah. she on OnlyFans? She's on OnlyFans.
Reels debuted its version of the show last month, and in the lawsuit, A&E argues that On Patrol Live copies nearly every aspect of its own show format down to specific catchphrases. The Reels show even occupies Live PD's old time slot. A&E also noted that Abrams advertised the new show by saying that Live PD is coming back. Oh. Well, A&E's uh. lawyers argue that the new show is infringing on its copyright to Live PD. A&E's lawyers sent cease and desist letters, letters to Reels and Big Fish Entertainment, who produces the show, in June and in July. But Reels went ahead and broadcast the show anyway, which it later said was watched by 3.5 million people. In 1996, Michael Jackson paraded the globe with his History World Tour, playing 82 shows for over 4.5 million fans. That same year, though, the king of pop apparently had his sights set on an entirely different gig, playing Morpheus in a televised ad adaptation of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. On the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, Neil Gaiman talked about it a little bit. By 1996, I was being taken to Warner's, where the then president of Warner Brothers sat me down and told me that Michael Jackson had phoned him uh, the day before and asked him if he could star as, as Morpheus in The Sandman. So uh, wow. there was a lot of interest in this, and they knew that it was one of the crown jewels. And what did I think? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Notice that podcast 19th. is uh, live, by the way. Pardon me? That podcast is live. It's a live podcast. Well, over the next few years, Gaben would receive several offers to adapt his sprawling comic book series for the big screen, with most recently making news when Joseph Gordon-Levitt left the big screen adaptation in 2016. The Sandman finally got the TV treatment this year on Netflix, topping the streamer's global charts for three consecutive weeks. The Netflix series stars Tom Sturridge as Morpheus, Morpheus alongside Gwendolyn Christie and Jenna Coleman. The Sandman is streaming on Netflix right now. It has not currently been renewed for season two. Do you want to hear some other roles that Michael Jackson reportedly really, really wanted that he didn't get? No. So sure. Was Superman one of them? No, Superman. No. You're getting Michael Jackson Nick Cage confused. That's true, yep. <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> reportedly told George Lucas that he really, really wanted to provide the, the voice and motion for Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's interesting. Misa. Mi Misa. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to play Willy Wonka in of the, he the role that eventually of went course. to Johnny Depp in <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. A creepy, a creepy guy that takes kids into one. his house? Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, he wanted uh, yeah, to play Spider-Man. No. Uh, Spider-Man, not super. I knew it was a superhero movie. I knew Michael Jackson wanted, wanted to be a superhero. To be Spider -Man. Also, Steven Spielberg says that Michael Jackson lobbied hard to play Peter Pan in the... In, what, what was it called? Pan? The Hook. one where Rock... Hook. Hook. The one with Robin yeah. Williams. He wanted the Robin <laughs> Williams yeah. role. Yeah. You mean the man an with an actual movie. Peter Pan syndrome? Wanted to be Peter Pan. That's true. Oh, my God. Didn't he call his ranch... Netherlands. <laughs> well, so you can sure see, did. you know, it's something that he'd been sure angling for for a long time. Sure Fantasy did. life tried to bleed into his I just want to be a child. <gasps> That's so weird. Yeah. Goldberg's news? Goldberg's news. 
intro theme. Mm-hmm. Season 10 of the Goldbergs will be coming back to ABC on September 21st and will have a somewhat different look. One of the biggest changes will be the departure of Jeff Garland's character and we now know how the show is going to handle it. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, showrunners Alex Barno and Chris Bishop detailed how the show will be moving forward. As written, the series returns with several months having passed since the death of Garland's character. Barno said, quote, the family has already grieved and so far the stories have been largely about looking forward rather than looking back added bishop quote it honestly feels like a huge reboot for us garland's exit exits the show after nine seasons after allegations of inappropriate onset behavior while he maintains that he was being silly and had no intention of making anyone uncomfortable the comedian and sony pictures television came to a mutual agreement that he would no longer be part of the show you could tell they're you killing the- off murray if you if you watch the show you know that the dad had has passed away in real life because it's based on adam goldberg's right. Uh, childhood mm-hmm. and his mom is still alive and she'll come on the show from time to time and oh, make appearances great, yeah. but, but you can tell the, the dad at some point passed away and they're going to probably use that right I guess so but Jeff Garland is still going to be part of the upcoming season of Curb Your Enthusiasm so Woo! he's still going to return cool. to Curb Your Enthusiasm but they're cu- going to kill off a guy that I can really relate to. <laughs> Murray Goldberg? If I, when he I get calls home, everyone morons? The second Buzz gets home, he takes off his pants. pants. Oh, yeah. My pants are off. Pants <laughs> oh, yeah. off as soon as I walk and into in. into your favorite chair? One of, yeah, the couch. Oh, yeah. One of the more disturbing <laughs> aspects of being his roommate. Why do you think I come in the house and take off my pants? I assumed it had to do with comfort and generally just giving up. Yes, but also, who's the least likely person to be asked to do anything? Oh, my God, the guy with no pants. Hey, Mur, <laughs> could you give me a ride to the pharmacy? Oh, he's not even wearing pants. <laughs> it's my life's work. Don't waste it. Get out there and do as little as you can. The morning show that's live and local with Buzz Adams. A-plus, man, A-plus. It's awesome. 90. First of all, good morning to everybody. Second of all, welcome to the month of September. Today's September 1st. And uh, we're going to have the Mo Show calendar, Daily Almanac of events coming up. Joanna mentioned something about a September trivia contest. And whoever loses has to go buy pumpkin spice lattes (laughs) for everybody. Either way, I win. (laughs) <laughs> we uh, are about to start the pre-kend Pre-kend is what we call noon on Thursday Look what you started, Joanna When you just start I'm treating so the rest of the day Thursday like it's Friday And on the actual Friday, we'll let you know when the actual weekend starts <laughs> Because we roll the weekend starter six-pack at 5 o'clock on Fridays This week, six in a row from the Foo Fighters coming up on the Weekend Starter Six Pack tomorrow at 5 o'clock. The Q's Weekend Starter is brought to you by Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Play the hottest slots and electronic table games at the place where there's always more fun in the sun at Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. And uh, the Cowboys season not getting underway this weekend, but next, a week from Sunday. And uh, the NFL season gets underway Next week, Thursday, Megan, is that when Thursday, the first games are? Thursday, yeah. Okay. On Amazon Prime. 
and the, the new, Cowboy the Thursday Night Football lineup. You can watch that. Lord of the Rings and football. <laughs> <laughs> Cover all your bases there. The Cowboys <laughs> are going to have the Sunday night game. And you can hear all that on KLAQ. Your El Paso flagship station for Dallas Cowboys football is 95.5. The Q, KLAQ wants to send you to Dallas for a series of Cowboys games we're giving away tickets for. They include airfare, two tickets to the game, hotel accommodations while you're there, Cowboys meet and greet and tailgate. And uh, one thing to keep in mind, you must be 21 or older in order to win and a Texas resident. But if you meet those criteria, several places uh, around town that you could register at, you could check all those out at klaq.com. Get the full rules and details while you're there, too. But I can give you a couple of them. Any comfort zone heating and cooling location. So at Silla Vista, Bassett, Sunland Park Mall, or on Delta, just drop in a comfort zone heating and cooling. Also, Taco Avocat on North Zaragoza. And Border City Ale House, which is on North Lee Trevino. They've got sign-up boxes. Enter to win. You and a guest could be flying off to one of our Dallas Cowboys touchdown flyaways powered by Miller Lite with special arrangements by 915 Tours and courtesy of 95.5 KLAQ. I've got a uh, look at some of the special stuff that's coming up in the month of September. Ooh. Rick and Morty's back for another season. Uh, this month. New season of Cobra Kai. You didn't really like no. the last season of Rick and Morty, though, did you? I didn't. It wasn't it, as... It had, it had some issues, right? I don't know. What were some of the... The ones where, like, Rick... I know this is going to sound silly. Rick meets an alternate version of himself because, you know, the Council of the Ricks right. and everything, but... I, I, I didn't enjoy this past season as much as I did the other seasons. Yeah, and I think the the, the you can tell because we can't remember. <laughs> like it, it was that like was last season all the thing with the bird person? Yeah, or was that the season before? Well, him and his chick, bird, bird yeah. person. No, that was the one before. Okay. Well, anyway, Rick and Morty is back. Cobra Kai returns for another season. Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. <gasps> did you watch any of the Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. All, uh, all the way. All the way. Yeah. You know, really enjoyed the first season. You enjoyed it? Well, I, would say I, enjoy, me. <laughs> I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but... No, it was Oh, amazing. I thought it was, it was all about, was like, amazing. a better world that we could live in. Yeah, utopia. Yeah. yeah. For men. For men. Um. Anyway, that's coming back. That show kind of lost me when she was, like, right there at the Canadian border. She was about to escape to freedom, and then at the last second, she decides to go back. Well, Gilead. the most current season is well, it'll it'll uh, put a band on ba- band aid on a lot of wounds for you because it covered a lot of things you're waiting to happen during the season and finally happened. Well, Handmaid's Tale's coming back for another season. Uh, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, and The Simpsons all return in the month of uh, September. In movies, the live action Pinocchio remake. Is that the one? Tom I, Hanks. That Tom Hanks mm-hmm. plays Geppetto? Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, yeah, later yeah, this yeah. month, Fletch returns. It's Confess Fletch and taking over the role that Chevy Chase played in the movies of the 1980s. John Hamm is going to play Fletch. The uh, Harry Styles movie Don't Worry Darling with Florence Pugh comes out this month. Oh, And Hocus Pocus 2, September 30th. Yay. After almost 30 years, 
There's finally us. a sequel to Hocus Pocus 2. Is Don't Worry Darling the one that Olivia Wilde directed? Yes. yes. Oh. Did you see that, like, Shia LaBeouf clapped back at her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did Shia LaBeouf say? Well, she said that she fired him for being an a-hole on set and to protect Florence Pugh. And then he said, you didn't fire me. I quit. And then he sent a, he, he released a video of Olivia Wilde of, of her on her phone saying, hey, Shia, please don't leave the production. Please don't leave. Please make up with Florence. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got some issues with Olivia Wilde. Have she you said noticed? some very mean things about Jason Sudeikis. Right? Have you After noticed? She dumped him for Harry Styles. Ed Lasso. <laughs> Have you noticed like the weird stuff surrounding Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde, and like how Florence Pugh isn't doing much to promote the movie, and they're yeah, saying that there's anything. like this friction between the two of them. Interesting. She must have been hooking up with Harry or something before Olivia. Florence Pugh. Well, maybe Florence Pugh had been with Zach Braff for well, like uh, two oh, years. That's right. That, which, I mean, who I mean, can resist the are, style of you're, Harry? <laughs> you're suggesting that an actor in Hollywood would cheat on somebody they were in a relationship with? You know, researching a role. I don't know. I don't know what they do out there, those liberal Hollywood types. <laughs> NFL season starts a week from today. Yay! And college football's already underway. Don't forget, minors are playing Oklahoma. You can hear the pregame and all the broadcast right here on 95.5 KLAQ. And uh, Labor Day weekend, so three-day weekend for a lot of people. Monday's Labor Day. That's something else to remind everyone of. Before we get to the uh, calendar, Joanna, you in the mood for a little uh, dad joke Thursday? <gasps> yes. You sure? Yes. Dad joke theater. Dad joke theater. So uh, this morning I heard music and I was like, "Where's that music coming from?" And it turned out it was coming out of the out of the printer. Oh. Mm. You know okay. what it was? What? Yeah, the paper was jamming. <laughs> <laughs> dad joke. All right, let's do our Mojo calendar and daily almanac of events, September the 1st. You want to hear some of the uh, special months? My, oh, gosh, I thought that was a, those were the days. No, the, like how many? This is September's wow. cholesterol education month. Oh, God, I hope none wow. of those are on the trivia I have for you. Should I skip this part? No, it's fine. I don't think I have anything like that. This is atrial fibrillation month. Oh, cool. Well, I know atrial probably means heart, right? And fibrillation, I know what a defibrillator is. That's the one where they go clear, and then they shock your chest. <laughs> am I getting a defibrillator? A defibrillator. <laughs> atrial, yeah, heart, part of the heart. National Cheese Month. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love cheese. National Chicken Month. I love chicken. Hey, you forgot it's also College Savings Month, but don't worry about it. Yeah, why would anybody, why would any sucker ever save for college you again, right? You for that one. I did bait him for that. Yeah, it is. It's an alley-oop. <laughs> yeah, this is college savings month. But seriously, what kind of sap would you have to be to go in actually planning to pay for your college education? Weak sheep. <laughs> it's National Taco Month. It is National oh Taco Month. And... <laughs> It will also be National Hispanic Heritage Month, but remember that's the weird one. It doesn't start until September 15th. 16th. Oh, interesting. 
It's a month long, but it runs from September 15th to October 15th. One, it's always National Hispanic Month here in El Paso. Paso. Yep. Uh, <laughs> National Childhood Obesity Awareness Month. Oh, you missed the most important National Pleasure Your Mate Month. Pleasure Your Mate Month. Oh. All right, we might have to circle back on that one. <laughs> All right, taking a look at uh, September the 1st. Today is Acne Positivity Day. All right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Random Acts of Kindness Day. And World Letter Writing Day. Birthdays include one of the hottest stars, Goan Zendaya, is 26. Mm-hmm. She played MJ in Spider-Man. She's on Euphoria. Uh, I'm trying to think. Greatest Showman, she was really good in that. She was very talented. Padme, Padma Lakshmi is 52. It says she's Top Chef host. Mm-hmm. And former wife of... Uh the guy that got stabbed. Salman Rushdie. Yeah, Salman Rushdie. Yeah. Gloria Estefan, who had many hits in the 80s with her Miami sound machine, turned 65. Come on, baby, let me do that. that conga. I think those are the words. <laughs> you remember the Tybo guy from the 90s? Billy Zane? Billy Blanks. Sorry. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy <laughs> Billy Zane's the dude from Titanic. Oh, yeah. Billy Blanks, the Tybo guy, is 67. And How old? 67. So that means kind of like at the height of the popularity of Tybo. He was in his 40s. He was like in his There's 40s. 40. When oh, my God. Dr. Phil's having a birthday today. Happy birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Dr. Phil. He is responsible for unleashing the Cash Me Outside girl (laughs) (laughs) onto an unsuspecting world. Loosing her upon the world. (laughs) There's only one uh, member of the the Gibb family from the BGs that's still alive. That's brother Barry Gibb is the last standing BG, and he's 76 today. I guess they're not staying alive. (laughs) The rest of them aren't. And comedy legend Lily Tomlin mm, is 83. She's Frankie. On Grace and Frankie? Mm-hmm. Who's the other old old Jane Fonda that's on there with her? <laughs> no, it's Jane Fonda. Yeah, they're great. And one of OJ's lawyer, uh, law professor at Harvard, who's kind of been like making a lot of excuses for former president Trump. I, I don't know how he says he's still a Democrat. He's like, I'm a lifelong Democrat. I, I'm still a liberal Democrat. He I was didn't on vote News, for Trump. He was on Newsmax. On, right. He he is on the most Trumpy places defending Donald Trump with everything he's got. And then he's like, yeah, but then my friends don't invite me to their dinner parties anymore, but I'm still, I'm still a liberal, guys. Alan Dershowitz is 84 today. Uh, a couple dates in history. In 1939, it's when most historians say World War II began when Germany invaded Poland on this date in 1939. In 1985, the wreck of the Titanic was found 73 years after it sank 
in the Atlantic Ocean. Think about that. For seventy for over seventy years, they were like, Well, you know, it's down there someplace. Nobody knows where it what where it is. And they found it in nineteen eighty five. And then an old lady went and threw a like a really expensive <laughs> necklace right over the side of the boat. And happy anniversary, Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. They got married 20 oh years God. ago on this date. Oh, big in one for 2020, them. In tw- 2002. Uh, I love them. Mm-hmm. They're a good couple. That's uh, Fred and Daphne getting married in real life, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the things you noticed on the list, September is Pleasure Your Mate Month. Oh. We have an expert. Dropping by to oh, give us some advice for Sweet. Pleasure Your Mate Month. Thank God. Well, hello. <laughs> Did you know September 1st marks the beginning of Pleasure Your Mate Month? Yep, it's true. In fact, my mate has begun the day by preparing me a steak, giving me a foot massage, and a couple of other treats too hot to mention, all to ensure that I'm completely pleasured. Some of you may ask, so, how are you going to return the favor? Simple, by letting her know how much I appreciate her efforts of pleasuring me by simply letting her know how much I appreciate her efforts of pleasuring me. That's all there is to it. By the way, you're doing great with that foot massage, honey. Real top notch. I'm glad I'm giving you an opportunity to help give me my pleasure. Yes. Pleasure your mate month. Give your lady friend the pleasure of pleasuring you. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Don't go. September is here, everybody. It'll turn into fall, but we got a few more weeks of summer left. Uh, I think most of September, in fact, still falls in summer. And Joanna has put together a trivia quiz about the month of September. We all agree that whoever loses goes to buy pumpkin spice Spice. lattes. Because it's the season, right? It's the season. I don't know. Does Duncan have their PSLs yeah. yet? They, yeah, they do. do. I had one the other day. <laughs> they were before at Starbucks. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Duncan's really on their game, dude. Mm-hmm. Joanna, is there a lot about September that you found out? There is. I got so invested in a lot of the things that I found out. <laughs> uh, all right. So, how do you want it to to do? If we know the answer, we're gonna we're gonna Whoever ring in or chime. In first. Okay. So we each have a different sound. Nico, okay. let's hear your sound. Do it with the microphone on. It's fine. All right. This is mine. Of course. Okay. Megan. (laughs) Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So you give us the questions. Do we deduct a point if we get one wrong? No, you just don't get a point. See, I've no, you gotta deduct. You gotta deduct. You gotta oh, deduct. Okay. Otherwise, everybody will just Otherwise, ring in and right. take wild guesses. Take their time. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Let's have our uh, first question about the month of September. All right. You guys, remember, four pumpkin spice lattes are on the line. On the line. That's like a hundred bucks, probably. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. Before tax. All right. 
Number one. September was once a month with less days than it has now. This was until Julius Caesar reformed the calendar. How many days did it originally have? Mm. Wow, really? Ooh. Ooh, Megan. 30. No. Oh, That's how many shit. it has now. I know. Sorry. <laughs> 27? Is that your final answer? Yes. No! Buzz, you could totally come in and steal. Nope. They both got deducted a point. I'm going to stand pat. Oh, man. We're not nice. gonna, are we negative? No, yeah, you're, you're both negative, negative one. one. <laughs> wow, really? I thought that was one of the easier. I, I figured it would be one of the easier ones. 29 days. It only oh, had 29 that days. Second, that was my second choice. All right. We're off to a great start. Okay. I feel real good about this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what two zodiac signs are in September? Wow. Nicholas. Nico. Leo and Taurus. No. None of those are right. <laughs> I didn't even know them. They're real. All right. This is going great. Okay. Nobody? Nobody, Nobody else. Nobody? Nobody? Wouldn't have the foggiest idea. Wow. No. Okay. I mean, there's only 10 more. <laughs> I think two of them. You it good. was Virgo and Libra. All right. Mm. Okay, I guess we're going to have to go to a much, much easier one. <laughs> On September 25th of 1981, <laughs> this former El Pasoan was sworn in as the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. Who was it? Buzz. Sandra Day O'Connor. All right. We got one on the board. Woo! Nico's negative two. Nico's mm. negative two. Yeah. That's, that why they, that's why they call it the Buzz Adams Morning Show, guys. <laughs> I'm waiting for Final Jeopardy until I come back. <laughs> All right. I'm waiting question. for an audio daily double. <laughs> <laughs> In September of 1990, the Motion Picture Association of America announced a new rating would replace the X rating to apply to adult films. I think Buzz oh. ringing. What is the rating known as? NC-17. All right. Oh, wow. Don't job. Don't abuse your sound effect. <laughs> it's real fun. I see Nico just like already ready to swing his sound effect. It's great. On the, on September of 1989, this Hungarian American actress and socialite was convicted of slapping a police officer in Beverly Hills. Who was it? Buzz. Jaja Gabor. Wow, it's amazing. Is it Jaja? It is a Jaja Gabor. <laughs> The assault occurred on June 14th of that year, and then she was convicted on September. Not Ava. Ava was the one Not who was like Great Acres. Acres. This is Zsa Zsa. Zsa All right. On September 29th of 1996, I'm looking at you two millennials. You sh one of you has to know this one. This iconic video game system debuted in America where you could play games like Mortal Kombat and Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. What game console was it? Nicholas. PlayStation? No. Megan. GameCube? No. N64? I mean, it is that, but how do I get that one? Did we mark that? N64. <laughs> but what does the N stand for? No idea. You don't know what it stands for? No, I thought that's what the N stood for. Nintendo. Nintendo. I feel really I mean, bad right now. So really, I've really not kept up with the gaming side of... Nico, now I, you are just negative one. 
Mm. Megan. Wait, you gave him that? He got it I, wrong yeah, first. Yeah, I feel really bad, but all of you kind of like really tried. and I got well, it. And I'm giving you all a point for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. good. I like it. Thanks. Socialism. My self-esteem could Socialism. use it. Socialism. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire's hit song September asks if you remember this night. What night is it? <sighs> Do you remember? Do you know the answer? You're just giving us a chance. Something, something I'm just giving you a chance. September. <laughs> Oh if you want to, if you want to catch me, you better, you better make a guess at it. No, I'm not even going to stab. I'm negative one. I don't want to go worse. <laughs> you were not. all right. All right, I'll go. I'll, I'll try. Is, is it 21st? Oh, Megan, you got one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming back. She's coming. Coming back. back. <laughs> that was good. Buzz, did you already know that one? I really did. <laughs> I, I, it was a bluff. <laughs> Do you remember? That's. <laughs> It almost, wa- I, I, it almost worked because I almost, yeah, I was almost too scared to. Yeah, you almost washed her out of it. Yeah. Oh my god! And I thought these were going to be way too easy, and Buzz was going to complain. <laughs> mm. Little did you know. All right, you guys. Oh, no, he's still going to complain. I need one of you to really beat Buzz to this one. All right. On September seventeenth of nineteen sixty-seven, this band appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show to perform their hit song, The Beatles. Wait. You you can't hear the rest of the question. Do you do you still give the rest of the question? I le- yeah, I haven't finished the okay. question. They performed their hit song. Ed Sullivan had requested that they alter a line from their song, but the lead singer went on to perform it the way it was originally written. They never appeared on the Ed Sullivan show again. What band was it? Buzz. The Doors. The Doors is ah. correct. Jesus. There's that scene in the Oliver Stone movie, The Doors, where the guy from the Ed Sullivan show, not Ed, but somebody else comes back and says, hey, can we change the line where where you, say, you guys say, girl, you girl, couldn't get much higher. G- girl, we couldn't get much higher. Can you change that to girl something? And that it was something really innocuous. And then Jim Morrison says, how about girl, you could bite my wire. <laughs> what? But didn't he not change it when he actually he did? sang yeah. it the he way the song the goes, the and they the were never goes. invited back? Nice. Jim Morrison was rebel, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's the score? How much am I up by? Nico's negative one. Megan has two. And Buzz has four. Mm-hmm. Buzz kicking your ass. Yeah. One of the biggest events of the year starts off in Germany during September. Wow, all of you. Uh, you know mine was first. Mm, was it? <laughs> you should let your conscience be your guide, Jimmy Cricket. <laughs> All right, Buzz. I didn't even finish the question, but what is this festival called? Oktoberfest. You guys, I was really rooting for you. I had you that. Re- yeah, I had that in my head. I had that in my head. All right, I'm go- you know, I've been I've been going easy. I've been using my left hand to co- to call him the whole time. I'll use my right hand. And I thought this was going to be way too easy. All right. On September 1st of 1986, CBS Evening News anchor Dan Rather initiated the use of this word as his slogan at the end of his broadcast. What is the word, Buzz? Courage. God. You know what? We should have done the thing where I give each one of you a question. <laughs> yeah. Of so everybody it. has a chance. <laughs> I'm an idiot about September. <laughs> I learned so much. Got any more? Yeah, this one is really interesting. On September 10th of 1945, Mike the Headless Chicken survived his pre-meal beheading. How much longer did the chicken live without his head? 
Nico. Was it two hours? No, it was like months. No. It could have been It was definitely months. It was months. It was. Oh. Megan. Uh, I'm going to go with months. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over a year. All right, we were looking for a year and a half. Oh. The chicken lived a year and a half without its head. They took it around the country, displaying it. Mike, the headless chicken, toured the country. Wait, like how did it fair. eat? The, with an eyedropper, oh, they fill the, and that's how it. Out a way to feed it with an eyedropper and give it water and food through that. The, Mike the chicken died you a year and a half after on. he was beheaded when the wound scabbed over and he suffocated. They'd forgotten to clean the wound and it scabbed over to the point where Mike the headless chicken died. Ugh. Of suffocation <laughs> without a head. Yeah. What a horrific story. It lived 18 months without a head. Mike the chicken. And they still celebrate him. Well, this was weird. You all lost. I'm We're real done. Is it over? Yeah, it's over. I think it's, it's over. over. Wake me up. Oh, that was September the last question. Clearly, we need to go to sleep this month. Don't wake us up until September's over. Yeah. See you in 30 days. So, does that mean that I win and you, win. you guys are buying coffee for me? Nico has the negative is uh, no, in the negative. Nico had the lowest yeah. points. You know oh, what? you were right earlier when you said Nico's buying us pumpkin spice. I lunch. guess I am buying you guys. I'm the uh, yeah, winner. Uh, I have some quarters on my floor. I don't think. We should have done that thing where I give each one of you a different question. <laughs> yes, definitely. Also, did you know that in September 14th of 1977, a tube top clad woman named Yolanda Bowsley was called onto the contestant on a, as a contestant on The Price is Right? Oh, and, and her boobs popped out? And her boob popped out. Yeah. Wait, in 19 what? 77. <gasps> Wait, how did you know this? <laughs> they put it on those old, like, like one of those all-time blooper <laughs> reels. Okay. Not like, uh, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos, but I think Ed McMahon and Dick Clark used to have a blooper show, and that's one they would pull <laughs> out of the archives all the time. And it's flopping out. And then it took they her a while to notice, and somebody had to tell her, like, girl, your boob is out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the way the dress looks. Now, Drew Carey hosts uh, Price is Right, so you can see a big boob every time you tune in. Uh, Aw, he's cool. So, yeah. Wow. Get that pumpkin spice going. Head out. Go get us that pumpkin spice. Get to stepping. Get! It's fall, and the weather is going to be getting colder, so you'll be doing more things indoors. So why not combine the best of the season with the best indoor activity? With new Pumpkin Spice Personal Lubricant. Unlike the bland, flavorless Kentucky Jelly, Pumpkin Spice Personal Lubricant is as inviting as a warm cup of tea on a frosty morning. And it'll slick up your sex parts for an afternoon of friction-free fun. So the next time the mood strikes, but you've got the Sahara Desert in your pants, reach for new Pumpkin Spice Personal Lubricant. Because you can't say jack-o'-lantern without saying jacko. And remember, in the South, pumpkin is a verb. Pumpkin is a verb. I don't get it. Um, um, pumpkin. A way of life. A, is a verb. A way no. of. Tra- uh, break break it into two words instead of pumpkin. Pump. Um, kin. It means have oh, sex with your own family members. Oh, wow. Wow. 
It was, it was a great joke, and I I, but I can't believe I had to walk you through it. <laughs> yeah. I know, and I've been on this show for years, and you played probably that. heard that thing before. Yeah. You never knew, and I never got it. Uh, I was just like, oh, pumpkin. pumpkin. <gasps> you know, their, if you're addicted, their pumpkins are bumping together. <laughs> if you're addicted to pumpkin spice latte, there's a treatment for it. There is. Yeah. They got a patch. It's called a pumpkin patch. Dad <laughs> joke. <laughs> 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 All right, off you go to go get us pumpkin spice lattes. All right. And we're going to take a break when we come back. Don't white fang me, all right? Did you say white fang? Yeah. Get! Get out of here! Get! I don't even love you anymore. We're going to take a break when we come back. Megan McCormick has news headlines coming up. Coming up in news, buses arrive in the Windy City from the Texas border. How Chicago is handling the migrants Greg Abbott sent its way. Plus, Sarah Palin loses special election for Alaska House seat. That's all in your news coming up next. The Buzz Adams Morning Show. Here's the latest news from around the world to right in your own. Megan McCormick with KLAQ News Headlines right, on the Buzz Adams Morning Show. <laughs> Again. You keep doing that. Time it's for... A while. By the way, Megan called Nico back and told him to get... What just you, you uh, changed your order? Pumpkin cream cold brew. Pumpkin cream <laughs> cold brew. Nice. Now, what, difficult. What do you assume that we're... What are we getting? Just a regular pumpkin, pumpkin spice? spice? Latte. Uh, uh, yeah, like a hot latte. Not with oatmeal in it or anything, right? Oatmeal? Oatmeal or oat milk? Oh, is that what they've been saying? I oh, thought the story, every time I heard the story. Did you think it was oatmeal? I thought they had oatmeal, and I thought, uh, millennials, I guess that's a new thing. Oatmeal. Honest, honest to God, when you guys were talking about this entire time, I thought it was a pumpkin spice oatmeal. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Wow, no, Buzz. oat milk. Yeah, oat milk. I mean, it really says something that I just assumed. Yeah, they'd drink that. Yeah, I mean... People in your, you guys would it drink coffee even, with oatmeal in it. Why yeah. not? If you put the dry oatmeal in a coffee, it'd probably yeah. get saturated in and Tide turn into in oatmeal. While you're at it, <laughs> all the millennial juices. <laughs> uh, all right, what's happening in the news today, Megan? Well, Buzz, Texas buses. M- Migrants to Chicago. Texas is sending its border crossing migrants to the Windy City. Two buses full of migrants arrived at Chicago's Union Station last night. Up to 100 migrants were on the buses, with many claiming to be from Venezuela. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said he looks forward to seeing Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot welcome the migrants since Chicago is a sanctuary city. The Republican governor has been sending migrants to cities with Democratic mayors. Oh, it's a sanctuary. Okay. I didn't fully understand... Like, I get that New York is a symbol of the elite. And Washington, D.C., I associate that with the elite. But Chicago, I think of as a blue collar. I still think Chicago is a blue-collar town. I know there's plenty of elites in Chicago. Mm -hmm. But they've professed, oh, we're a sanctuary city. Yeah, I guess so. So Abbott's like, well... Here, take them. Yeah, well, in a news release he tweeted out last night, Abbott wrote that Chicago has been added to a list of migrant drop-off cities. He said the first bus of migrants were dropped off outside Union Station and to expect more. So Now it sounds like if you're a city above the Mason-Dixon line and you're critical of what Abbott's doing with bus and migrants, there's a good chance you might be next on the list mm-hmm. to get a busload of Venezuelans. 
By the way, the I was researching for the story that I wrote about uh, busing migrants out of El Paso, and it turns out, for some reason, uh, El Paso has a, a bunch of people who came up from Venezuela just recently. Like, that's been the trend. Our people from Venezuela, uh, mostly women with children, but also some families with uh, with the dads in there as well. But, yeah, big... We're seeing a lot of Venezuelans come through El Paso. Hmm. Interesting. Serena Williams is adding to her legendary status in what's likely the final tournament of her career. Last night, the 40-year-old took down Annette Contavate. Said that right? In three sets at the U.S. Open, punching her ticket to the third round of the singles bracket. When... Oh. oh. I was just going to ask you, when... Serena got started. By the way, Venus is older. Serena's the one who's making news for retiring, but Venus is a year older than Serena. Yes. When they came on the scene, was Martina Navratilova still a force to be reckoned with, or were her best days? Like, who were the... I think she, she was She still, was probably yeah. still playing, like, regular tennis matches when the Williams sisters sprung onto the scene. Well, gosh, 20 years ago? When did she end? When did she, end? When did she stop playing? Do you know? That's I, I, I've got to out myself here and say I've yeah. never really followed tennis in any <laughs> meaningful way. Um, I don't have a confirmed answer to that, but I no, there I really could cross over a little bit. What do you make of the whole story about Jokovic not being allowed into the country because he's not vaccinated? Um, I don't think he's world number one anymore. Maybe he is. Like I say, I don't keep I don't completely up to date. I don't even know anything about that. <laughs> he wasn't allowed in. Your news source. Oh, the show. You, you hadn't heard about that? They didn't allow Novak Jokovic in because he had not gotten vaccinated. Uh, vaccinated. <sighs> and some people I heard pointing it out, I think I was listening to Fox or watching Fox News, were saying, wait a minute, when illegal immigrants or legal immigrants or migrants come in, they don't have to be vaccinated. Right. But the number one tennis player in the world does. Right. Yeah. Weird. Well, he's not playing in it this year. He isn't? No, nope, not vaccinated. Still not vaxxed, huh? Well, well, here's the call as Serena Williams upsets number two seed, Kontavit, in round two. Number one, Serena Williams just supreme in the final set when she had to be. Rolling back the years. All right. Star-studded crowd at Arthur Ashe Stadium. You know, so she's 40. She was playing against a 26-year-old, which is incredible in itself that you can even compete against someone that much younger than you. But good for her. Now, today, she's set to play doubles with her sister Venus, and her next solo match is tomorrow. Here is Serena again. have anything to prove. I don't have anything to win. And... Um... <laughs> Absolutely nothing to lose. And honestly, I never get to play like this since 98, really. Now, this much I do know about tennis. So uh, Serena has said that this is going to be her last tennis tournament. And even though she doesn't use the word retire, like she's going to transition into her new form or whatever it's going to be so people are interested but she is not like the the heavy favorite going into this in fact serena was a 50 to 1 long shot when the open started yeah that's crazy that's right. that's insane. now if she could if she could win this this would be 
This would be the equivalent, you know, in the same ballpark as Tom Brady going to a different team and winning a Super Bowl his first year, you know? Mm -hmm. Her last deal, and she wins it all in right. front of all these Or Tiger, crowds. when Tiger won the Masters. Tiger won the Masters, Masters a couple years ago. That yeah. kind of rem reminiscent of that of that moment. Uh, well, this was kind of a viral moment last night after Serena's second round win. She was asked if she was surprised at how well she played. What? Are you surprising yourself with your level? <laughs> no, I know. I'm just Serena, you know, so. She's not the most modest person, I'm just huh? Serena. I'm just Serena. Uh, yeah, I saw that, um, I saw that clip a lot on Twitter last night. It was kind of making Were they rounds. saying that was a dumb question to ask? Yeah, that she, well, that Serena was Are you surprised you're shade. playing so well? Yeah, and that Serena kind of answered with little shade, you mm. know, like doing what she does. All right, moving on. Former President Trump's legal team has responded to the Department of Justice's filing Tuesday night. Trump's lawyers are re-emphasizing its push to have a third party review documents seized in the FBI's raid of his Florida home. In their response, Trump lawyers argued that they want an independent special master to decide questions of executive privilege, something Trump hasn't brought up since the raid. This comes after the Justice Department opposed the move, saying there's no legal basis to appoint one. Legal analyst Danny Cavillos says Trump's team would have had a stronger case to argue had their argument come up far earlier in this process. Now, the argument is essentially going to be that a special master is still necessary, even though the documents have been reviewed, to maybe go over what the filter team reviewed and see if they got it right. As far as the DOJ, they maintain the raid was the only way to collect the classified material. As on at least two occasions, his camp maintained everything had been returned to the government. Then officials developed information suggesting otherwise. A federal judge who, as it happens, was appointed by Mr. Trump, is set to hear both sides of the case this afternoon, beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern. That's 11 o'clock Mountain Time. Sarah Palin loses special election for Alaska House seat. Haven't heard that name for a while in the news. Uh, Democrat Mary Peltola won the special election to fill Alaska's House seat for the remainder of 2022, according to unofficial results released by the Alaska Division of Elections, thwarting former Governor Sarah Palin's bid at a political comeback, at least for a few months. Peltola emerged as a victor Wednesday when Alaska's Division of Elections tabulated ranked choice ballots in the state's first use of the system. So what is... It looks like, and uh, I don't know all the minute details about this, but there were three Republicans and one Democrat in this race. So it almost seems like maybe the rank voting, and I think this is what Sarah Palin was saying afterwards. Well, you had three Republicans all going after the same votes and only one Democrat. 